This is yet another episode of Media Mommy, joined by Sports Bay. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you. I mean, obviously, I've known you for a while, kind of went through my pregnancy with you as well, and (laughs) your baby girl. And So just kind of tell me, when it comes to being a mom and still being a boss and crushing those goals, what are some of the things that you've been able to kind of knock out just even this year? You've been busy. I've been busy. Um, you know, it gets hard, obviously, you know, as a mother, it's like you're, you're tired. You don't get to go to bed until late. And sometimes you have to wake up earlier than expected, you know, or you go to bed later than expected because you're caring for your child. Um, but I think um, I think she helps me get out of bed early in the morning, earlier than I normally would, especially during COVID, you know, when you're kind of working on your own time and really you could kind of just lay around all day if that's what you chose to do because you don't have to go clock in anywhere you know for most people um I didn't have to like go anywhere I was working from home or doing whatever I needed to do from home so uh I think I got a lot of self-discipline I think um I gained that during this year because it was easy to just be lazy and procrastinate um But yeah, with her, it was, um, I think she made me get out of the bed in the mornings. And so I couldn't just lay around all day because she's hungry. You know, she wants to play. She wants to do this. So, um, yeah, I I got a lot of self-discipline. I put myself on a schedule, even with not having to um, go in and clock in anywhere. I put myself on a schedule so that I could knock out those goals. And one of them was, you know, writing and finishing my book. So, I mean, yeah, as a new mom, how do you write a book? put it out and market it the way that you did? Like, how do you find time? Where, at what point did you just have time to write a book? Much less walk people step by step on how to play different sports from a woman's perspective. I really don't know. It was very challenging. Like, you know, it got very frustrating. I started writing the book in like January. And- Last January. Last January, yeah, like last year. And I planned on being, because the book is very short and straight to the point. So I would have been done with the book at the end of February had I just like, you know, stuck to my goals and like wrote every day. That didn't happen. I didn't finish. It happens sometimes when you're a mom. I feel like when you're a mom, we have goals. And the important thing is that we follow through on those goals. And we don't let being a mom be the only thing. Because at the end of the day, we're trying to be the greatest versions of ourselves for our daughters, for our children, so that they can see that and model that determination. And have someone to look up to. So, you know, I, as a writer, you know, just even if you're not an author, you're a writer as well. And you know that it's like, you get stuck, you write stuff, you start this, and it's like, oh, I don't like this anymore. I don't want, you know, you change your mind a lot. And so me being able to actually finish it was a big, um, accomplishment for me like just a self-accomplishment because it was like this is kind of like the first project that I actually started and finished and it was crazy that I did it while being a mother because when I didn't have a kid I didn't finish any of those projects (laughs) funny Um, how that works funny how that works but so your book sports bay you can kind of see the hashtag behind you you've branded that name and what does that mean how does that define you and why do you see yourself as a sports bay I see myself as a sports bay. Um, well, first of all, the brand is like, first, when I started writing the book, it was just a book. But when the name came about, it became a brand because it was like, 
you know, this is bigger than just a book. This is like a lifestyle, you know, for women who, who like sports, who want to be interested in sports, for it doesn't mean that you have to be a tomboy or you got to look like a boy or whatever. You can still be a sports bay. You could be interested in sports and be cute with it. You can, you know, um, and it just empowers women, honestly, to join a sports conversation. I know a lot of people feel like it's a male dominated thing and it's like, we have to fight for our place in the sports world. But, and I just think that this will help, um, you know, give people their, their voice, women, their voice. And I marketed it that way. Um, I thought I worked with like a marketing person at first and they tried to change the narrative of my book to be like, well, this is how you get a man. This is how you get a, a sports, a sports dude. And if you want a, a bag of baller, and I was like, that's not why I wrote this book. This is not so we can get a man, you know, and it, it was so insulting because I was like, I, I fired them. <laughs> and I went with a, I went with a new marketing group that actually was, you know, wanting to cater to what I wanted. Because I was like, that's not the narrative of this book. I did not write this book so women can know sports so they can get a man. Like, are you serious? That was so insulting to me. So um, that was, you know, that was one, um, you know, hurdle that I had to go with in doing the book. You know, you have to find a good marketing team that will market the book the way you want it to be marketed and not the way they think it should be marketed. And it's not your message. About that. Did you, you wrote the book and then where do you go from there? I mean, it's one thing to complete a book because let me tell you, I've been writing books since I was like in fourth grade and I never can get past what's after writing. You have to figure out who you're talking to. You have to figure out who your audience is. And so I did a lot of research, like going on YouTube and like seeing videos and seeing why women who have maybe never been interested in sports, maybe why they're interested now. So you did um, your- a, lot, a lot of it was like, you know, women who may work in an office with a lot of men, you know, they might not be trying to get a man, but they do want to catch the attention of their male colleagues so that they can succeed more, you know, like just little stuff like that helps people you know, in, in everyday life. Um, it helps so, relate conversation starter on the job or in any social setting. And I mean, the presentation of your book, it looks nice. You have these beautiful pictures to go along with it. And even um, the actors that are in some of your videos <laughs> kind of showcasing <laughs> why you should read this book. I right, think they draws people in. And I think that you are inspiring as a mother, as a journalist, and as an author, someone who has even more goals that they're working on crushing. So I just wanted to just kind of commend you on that. I know 2020 has been a rough year. Oh, man, it's been rough. And like, you know, I think that a lot of people think that, you know, when you have a kid, stuff is like harder. And it was it probably was harder for me to write the book while having, you know, my baby running around, messing with this, messing with that. Got to make sure she doesn't electrocute herself over across the room, (laughs) you know? And it's like, um, but she really gave me the want to finish something. And and I think she was honestly the element that I was missing before in my other unfinished projects. You know, I had a reason to want to finish because I'm like, dang, one day, you know, I, I, from the get go, I wanted to dedicate this book to my daughter. And so that was what pushed me. Like, you have to finish this. You have to figure out how to do what your goal was in the beginning. And I mean, is that the important thing? I think people don't realize that it's setting a goal and figuring out how to execute. Mm -hmm. And even if it takes a little longer, because you know how the mommy schedule goes. 
you will set aside time and that time gets eaten by something else. Like exactly. you might have to stop and make sure that they get bath time and then story time. And then by the time you finish all of that, you clean You're up. You're tired too. <laughs> and you don't get that me time, but you have to make time for your goals because you're still important. And I think that our daughters, they kind of feed off of the self-care that they see us giving towards ourselves. If they see us going for our goals and they see us pursuing things that are important to us, I think that that'll even be more important as they grow older that, you know, they need to see us succeed to let them And know. now that she's getting, even though she's still a baby, she's getting older. And it's kind of like when she sees that I'm on my computer or like I'm doing work, she's starting to notice like, okay, well, let me go, you know, find something to play with. And mommy's busy right now. Or sometimes like, honestly, she'll even come sit in my lap. And I've learned to maneuver with her in my lap and just work on my computer because she wants to like sit in my lap and see what I'm doing. She's not here right now. She's her grandma. But if she were here, she'd be right here front and center. <laughs> so now Mila has always been just she's a friendly baby, loving and energetic. Like she brings a certain amount of life. And I think you know, you've always been just a go-getter, someone who's going to persevere no matter what. But just seeing you interact with your daughter, you can definitely tell that she gives like that second wind to whatever you're dealing with. She definitely does. Like she's like the the light and joy. And it's like, I can't wait to, you know, embark on new projects and do new things because it's like, well, I have her to motivate me to finish them, you know. So I'm ready to see like what, you know, what what projects we do next together. <laughs> So I saw your status on Facebook about how you said that you weren't the uh, person who can wrap gifts like everybody else on Facebook. Like my stuff doesn't look like y'all's. And I was thinking the same thing. Oh, my God. So hard as a mom, I was like, okay, this is my moment. This is my time. We're about to build traditions. And my stuff just didn't look like everybody else's. I was like, you know what? This ain't my calling. But I try. It's not. I like everybody's freaking gifts look so nice. They got the the gift wrap paper to match their trees, and I'm like, you know, I need to step my wrapping game up because. But my baby, she really didn't. I had got her a car, like a little like motor control car. So the car was put together, so it just put a bow on that. And then she got a lot of gifts from like my mom and her um, her other grandma and me. I just kind of like let her open them. I didn't wrap them because they were horrible. It wasn't coming out like I intended either. But it was learning, and I had to tell myself, it's the effort that counts. That counts. counts. My presents looked like they they had already been ripped, so I was like, you know, we're going to try again next year. I'm going to start early. Well, I one thing is I think I started too late to not be knowing what I was doing. I should have started like two weeks ago. So that I can have time to mess up and get it right. <laughs> but that's the point. I feel like even with achieve, achieving your goals, some things won't be your strong suit with parenting or being a mom. Like I am not really creative in the regard of decorating. That's just, it's not my ministry. But <laughs> I always try. So I'm hoping as my baby gets older, she at least realizes, okay, this this Christmas tree doesn't look that great. But mommy tried. Maybe she's going to be good at that. But that's Maybe not- she'll pick up that that slack. <laughs> but, you know, I still try. And I think that that is the thing, like showing up, doing for our children, and just making sure that we're pursuing those goals. So you're also pursuing your master's right now. You're pretty close to 
Yes, I um COVID actually set me back. Um, you know, you're actually gonna be a part of my documentary that um I'm doing for my uh six nine nine. It's basically like your thesis project. Um you have to create a documentary or something of the sort, you know, to graduate. And that's my only thing that I have left. Well, COVID kind of messed it up for me. I was going a different route with what I wanted to do, but during COVID, um, you know, I couldn't complete some of the interviews and do some of the things that I needed to do. Um, so it changed the, the like whole direction of my documentary as you know, those things go. So now it's going more towards, um, being a black woman in media and in sports, like in general. Um, and so I think uh, my professor actually like, you know, encouraged that he was like, I think that you would be able to speak to that. And I think that you have a lot of friends around you that would, you know, be able to speak to that on your documentary. So um, I, it's for a class and it's to graduate, but I actually wanted to do something more with it. Um, so that's like, try to get it published um, you know, get Netflix, somebody, Hulu, anybody, Amazon, anybody, whoever wants to buy hey, it. Manifest it, manifest it. You know, and, this and is so the last my... week of 2020. Well, last few days, actually. Yeah, we got like a few couple days. So, I mean, the biggest thing about this, this podcast episode is that I want people to kind of know that like you can achieve anything and it doesn't, it doesn't mean that once you become a mom, that's the only thing you can still have your goals. You can execute those dreams. It might not be the timeline that you thought it would be on, but just go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Even myself, there are things that I have so many ideas that sometimes I feel like I have trouble executing all of them and being consistent with all of them. But that's one thing I want to work on in the new year. But the only way to start on that is to just day at a time, one day at a time. And I'm sure that's what it took to even execute your book or even just grad school and someday I think being a mom did like really kind of like not even put the pressure on me because it wasn't like a it was a pressure but it was a good pressure you know what I'm saying because I did want to I did want to like for the world to see that even though I'm a mom I'm still who I was before I'm still a professional I'm still you know what I'm saying like I I can still get stuff done I'm not just going to be a mom and fall off the face of the earth and and you never hear from me again and so I think you know that that is something that actually pushed me to it's like I wanted to prove that that I was a mom and I was still a a businesswoman or a career woman I think that's what Beyonce was saying in one of those songs well you know Beyonce can do everything bow down (laughs) it was on bow down but I, I can't remember the words so I just really horribly messed that up but I'm gonna look up the words but I was like, dang, I think Beyonce said that. I know she said a lot of stuff. You know, Beyonce is Beyonce. She's um, she's great, man. She's got all her kids. And I don't know if they have nannies or not, but even if she does, I know it's still like her body. It takes took a toll on her body for what she does. Like I know. Crazy. And she's still doing it. So anytime I see... With no surgery. Anytime I... She did have a C-section with the last, the um, twins. Right. No, I mean, like, she didn't go and get, like, lipo. Oh, like, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? No, like, she worked out and, yeah. No, she's very determined. Like, as a musician, as an artist, as a mom, I don't know if I, and you know, Beyonce's level, that's a little ambitious, ambitious, but... Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm looking up to you, sis. It's refreshing to see her talk about just not being just a mom, but just being an artist, a performer and still perfecting her craft 
and it's evolving. I feel like she's evolved since the beginning into who she is now. And she does things on her terms. And I think if nothing else, I don't think I've changed since becoming a mom, but I think that I've evolved into just a more refined version of myself. I, I think I, I have too. I'm more I think <laughs> it makes you, um, I mean, you have to get your priorities in line when you become a mom, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to like, well, that's not that, you know, like going out and doing this isn't important, but doing this is. So you have to really pick your times, you know, and what you want to do wise. Like you really have to manage your, learn how to manage your time. And I think that's a big thing. It helps you to align better. I feel like, and things that you might've felt like you had time to get done. It puts that added necessary pressure for you to go ahead and, and do what you said you were going to do. Like, yeah. Cause it's like, dang, if she sees me give up on my dreams, give up on my goals, I don't want her to ever think that that's okay. I don't want her to ever think, well, I can't do this. Or I can't do everything. When I, when I, you know, when I was pregnant, a lot of people ask me, like, are you done with TV? And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that there's anything wrong with being done with it. If yeah, that's there, what you try there's, to do. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with leaving TV or becoming a mom and enjoying that. But there are things that I still want to do in this industry. <laughs> right. And personally, for me. I want to be able to do both. Like I want to be that mother, but I also want, I I want to anchor. I want to have those goals that were in line before she was even thought of, but I still want to make sure that I'm at soccer games and I'm at Christmas plays. So I think you can do all of those things. And I think people just, is it tough? Yes. Are you tired? Yeah. I'm exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> but it's hilarious. <laughs> I feel like it's worth it to go after everything. I definitely think it is, you know, and then for your daughter, you know, to look up and be like, wow, my mom did all of this. Like, and it, that happens for me sometimes. Like, you know, I <laughs> go as hard as I do. They'll be like, I've, yeah. <laughs> I've seen my mom do, you know, she did so much. And so, that's where a lot of my ambition came from. I'm like, wow, my mama did all this while this was happening, while this was happening. Like, who am I to be like, oh, I can't do this. It's too hard. Let me give up. It's in you, though. I think that just kind of becomes instilled in you. But I just, I want this podcast to really more so inspire um, all the mothers out there, whether you are a media mom or a law mom or teacher mom, just in Doctor every field. Yeah, in every field that, you know, we're in that we're able to embrace it, to be boss moms, but at the same time, go after every dream and be relentless with that. And then have moments where we enjoy self-care too, because I do think we forget to think about ourselves and relax and (laughs) keep our sanity. (laughs) Having a good support system, you know, even if, you don't live in a town where you have family. Like I don't really have a lot of family um, in Houston, but I have a lot of really good friends um, and they don't mind, you know, like if I need to go to the nail shop, they're like, okay, I'll come get, you know, I'll come get Mila for a couple of hours or, you know, go, go get your nails done, go get your hair done, whatever you need to do. Just call me when you're, when you're ready to pick her up, you know? And, and I think that that's, um, that's a big thing. You know, just having people around you that care about you and want want to give you like a 
even if they don't want to keep your kid overnight, you know, for a few hours is like enough time for you to go out and get your me time. And so you, no, you can't bring a baby in a nail shop. They don't act right. <laughs> and then you can get back to it. And that's the important thing that to be able to pour as much as you're pouring and to continue to crush those goals, you got to make sure you're pouring from a full cup. So you definitely have to make sure that you're pouring into yourself, that you're doing those self-care things, even if that's just riding and listening to music, make sure you get your sleep because we don't get a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. So all of those things, I think, help us to stay on the grind, stay at it and keep killing it. Well, I'm so proud of you and just everything you're accomplishing. Please keep me up to date. And thank you for being a part of this episode and for joining me for this episode of Media Mommy. Hey, thank you so much.